welcome to One Page Fools, the podcast dedicated to covering all things One Page Rules. We're your hosts, Jimbo. And Lucas. Hey, so how are you doing today, Lucas? Doing great. The sun is in the air and the grimdark future is everywhere. Ah, yes. Welcome to the hellscape that is 2020. Yes. <laughs> well, I've been uh, trying to at least play games with my wife uh, here at home, uh, trying to stay sane that way. Um, but yeah, it is certainly a, a good time to paint and not a great time to uh, to play games. Yes, whilst my painting cup runneth over, my hobby gaming cup has sadly run rather dry. Uh, my my local friendly game shop is is a little bit shifty about people playing games right now, without a lot of without a lot of stuff being set up beforehand. And while I, while I'm more than happy to do so, I personally aren't too comfortable with that. But it's to, to each their own, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so, uh, Jimbo, what is one page rules? Ah, good question. Okay, so the one-page rule system uh, is designed by a fellow who, for this purpose, will refer to him by his uh, online name as One Page Anon. It works. It's a series of uh, wargaming rules revolving around the design philosophy of, you guessed it, all your rules fitting on one page. It's more than that, though. To be honest, it's it's a movement almost. As weird as as cheesy as it sounds, it's an ideal for simplicity, ease of play, and model agnosticism. We're getting sick and tired of buying tons and tons of models and tons and tons of books to play all these different games when you can just have it all in one nice, neat system. Did we mention it's free, by the way? As in, completely and utterly free with regular updates. And as we mentioned, it's completely model agnostic. You can use anything you like. In fact, the systems have been designed around the most popular wargaming models in the world, frankly. The Games Virtual System, the Mantic Systems. You know, if if it's a popular system, it's been designed to implement and work with that, because, after all, that's what we've all got. And the rules were written in a generic way, such that he has uh, created an algorithm, uh, these points calculator for each of the games. Um, however, it is only available to uh, patrons. So this is the way that uh, one page Anon um, is trying to make some money off of this wonderful rule system he's created. He has a Patreon featuring uh, previews for his upcoming game system and a full rule books for several scenarios, objectives. The patron system works on the basis of one tier uh, a set price and the second tier at a slightly higher price. The second one allowing you not just access to the previews, rules and whatnot, it also allows you access to the early 3D prints that they have because One Page Rules has a set of semi-official? I mean, remember, this is this is all a model ag- agnostic system, but this is just, hey, if you want an easy one-click, here's your entire army. Um, they have a bunch of STL 3D print options for you, including they're looking into some 3D print-on-demand options as well. And a points calculator, which is sort of the crown jewel of the Patreon, because using this points calculator, it is easy to design your own army for any of his game systems, uh, thus truly creating a model agnostic system where any model you possibly have from Zombicide to 40k to Kingdom Death Monster is completely useful to throw at your friends and family. Let's just give a brief intro to the the actual systems One Page Rules offers. So their main, I would say their main two systems is the Grimdark Future and the Age of Fantasy. And that sort of directly ties parallel to Games Workshops, 40K and Age of Sigmar, or Mantic Games, Warpath and Kings of War. This is of course, I think what most people come to One Page Rules for as an alternative to those sorts of systems. That's where you probably 
necessarily own most of your models. Then going down from those is the skirmish games. We have Grimdark Future Firefight and Age of Fantasy Skirmish. We've also got the other ex- the other systems such as Age of Fantasy Regiments, which ties into the kind of empty hole that we've got right now for rank and flank skirmish games since the old school Rama Fantasy died. And Warfleet's FTL, which is your space skirmish games. Oh, also one more thing I forgot. They've recently, as in this is like literally a month or two old, released arena versions of their sci-fi and fantasy systems. In this case, we've got Grimdark Future Arena and Age of Fantasy Arena, which is utilizes hexes and is kind of a smaller, even smaller than a skirmish. It's usually about three or four guys and it gives you a lot of options it's quite thematic but once again these systems are designed to complement the pre-existing miniatures and not designed around them as such you know whilst obviously we say they're they're the equivalent of age of fantasy or grim future they're not they weren't designed as such it's just merely a case that what's on the market what's popular what does everyone have at home if you don't have space marines i'm sorry you're probably not a war gamer in some capacity because those things get everywhere for, for sure for sure and if you only really played board games there's still plenty of options here Age of Fantasy Skirmish, I think, is probably the, the easiest maybe slot to fill. Just with something like a Zombicide or uh, the Hellboy board game. If you just have six guys holding swords, you're basically right there for uh, a hex-based Age of Fantasy game. Uh, and I also, without going too much into the weeds there, the Age of Fantasy hex base is great too because it fits on a table, any any dining room table. You just print off a couple pages and that's really all you're playing on. So the, so the accessibility is, is definitely there. But to lay it out more simply... Each one-page rule game has four major components, each free. One, the rules. A simple A4 page with rules on the front and back, detailed enough to play a game with, whilst easy enough to carry in print. The titular one page in the one-page rule system. Two, the full rules. Instead of a single page, this goes into exact detail for each stage of the game, for those new to wargaming or those who need exact examples of gameplay. An extended version is available by joining the Patreon, which adds to the previously mentioned extra missions, as well as several optional rules such as Fog of War, multiplayer games, and even apocalyptic games of massive size. 3. The Army Books Each is low on fluff, but high on rules content, allowing you to craft your army to your own needs. This is aided by the numerous factions available, including unique ones tied directly to the works of 3D sculptors. 4. The Extras This includes AI rules, tokens, and competitive rules, as well as other bits and pieces to mix up your gameplay. And so, before we continue to gush about our favorite rules system, how about we talk about some news, Jimbo? The news, the news. Excellent. Well, within the news right now, at least the one-page rules news, it's been quite quite a busy time. They've recently just had a survey running. This survey is the, uh, I hesitate to call it the new game survey, but it's effectively something like that, where One Page Anon has put out an, a nice little um, survey for everyone to look over and choose what they'd be interested in in an upcoming system. It's got a wide range of um, options currently available in the survey. Have you had managed to have a look over it yet, Lucas? Uh, yeah, I took a look here, and we're and I'm seeing all the way from uh, Japanese sword fighting to Napoleonic sort of war, so some historical stuff which he hasn't really gone into, all the way to <laughs> mech fighting. Oh, well, just all sorts of stuff: modern warfare, mech combat, superheroes, Viking skirmish, World War II. Um, and I and I see this as very exciting. Uh, I assume every one of these options he has some awesome ideas in mind. When I did this, I had a great difficulty choosing between either giant monsters or mechs, because I've got a bunch of mechs painted up. They're not doing anything. They're just sitting there gathering dust, and I'm like... But the but the mechs! But the, the other part of me is going, but the giant monsters! I want to throw buildings around! 
depending on how, of course, he designs those systems, we could look at a Pacific Rim situation where uh, if we take a, a few sheets from one and a few sheets from the other, slap them together, uh, and yeah, and then we, we got Godzilla fighting uh, Gundam. Sounds great to me. Uh, the apocalypse is now cancelled. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so a uh, little piece of news that I have is uh, Game Wars recently was released for patrons, uh, a preview of Game Wars, and this system looks absolutely incredible. So this is a campaign-based expansion for Grimdark Future Firefight. Because it's an expansion for Grimdark Future Firefight, you can use any Grimdark Future army in this hive city, and you would play about six to ten sessions in a row advancing every one of your members of your squad so this really gets down into the rank and file you're naming every individual unit they get xp they can buy new guns new weapons and have a blast shooting away at your friends and this this system just looks absolutely phenomenal a ton of work has clearly been put into this and it should be released fully here in a month yeah, at the moment, we've, we're only really seeing the previews that we can get access to through the Patreon, because as we mentioned, you can see previews, news, and other little bits early on in there. But so far, Gang Wars is looking to be absolutely stellar. I mean, it, it's kind of serendipitous in a way that Cyberpunk has been released now, because it kind of slots perfectly in that with the Necromunda-esque Hive City, you know, dark Neo-Synth, Mirror Shades, Mohawk vibe aesthetic that everyone's got. And as we mentioned, because it's a supplement to Grimdark Future Firefight, you can easily slot other stuff in there. You want your, your cannibal cult fighting the the prime brothers the prime brothers being like your analog to any kind of superhuman in power armor you, you want you want them running around in the middle in the middle of the hive city shooting gangers by all means before we were discussing how we would play Gain Wars, and we were talking maybe Robot Legions could be a, some sort of architectural dig that the gains bring up, and then I could definitely imagine any gain seeing sort of Robot Legions and thinking, well, how am I going to strap this? And then, of course, they'll probably be in a world of hurt when the gauze blasters start shooting. So, so yeah, definitely a very open system, definitely uh, very easy to kind of craft your own stories, and or kind of maybe take some stories from Cyberpunk itself and try to tell those on the tabletop. But yeah, if you love Necromunda, if you love Cyberpunk, both as the game, the genre, anything like that, if you just want a really fun skirmish game in a kind of sci-fi gritty world, then this is exactly what you want. Yeah, check out Game Wars coming out next month here, January 2021. So looking at some other One Page Rules news, this month they've had, for the Tier 2 patrons, they've just received a gift from their friends in White Werewolf Tavern, uh, the Mighty Karash, who's a very impressive looking kind of werewolf lord with a very large axe. He would slot quite nicely actually into their Beastmen faction for Age of Fantasy or Age of Fantasy Skirmish. Yeah, 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 he looks fantastic. I personally don't own a 3D printer quite yet, so I'm, I'm still sticking to the Tier 1, but I'm jealous of this awesome wolf. Oh, definitely. He's he's a very good boy. <laughs> Excellent. My last piece of news here is Wargames Atlantic recently released a big old box of spiders. So this is a $35 in US dollar box that comes with 12 giant spiders and 12 of the smaller spiders. Now, there's no direct parallel to spiders, but I was looking at the uh, beast men and I easily could see the bigger ones slotting in as champion and the smaller ones slotting in as groups of three hunters. 
characters. And just with this box of 24 spiders for 30 bucks, you're easily looking at almost a full roster of smaller Age of Fantasy games. And Age of Fantasy Skirmish would be very easy to fill out with. But then uh, on top of all that, not only is it a great deal, they included a bunch of sci-fi bits. So you can turn these into sci-fi robot giant spiders, uh, which I just think is fantastic. So you can have little laser eyes, little mechanical arms, and it looks like even uh, you can replace the front two so it's holding a little blaster, uh, which is hilarious. So uh, this is War Games Atlantic, giant spiders, and nice value, 24 miniatures for $35. Yeah, one of the things I really like about War Games Atlantic is their their cheap kind of model ethos that you get that ties beautifully in with the one-page rule system of simplicity, ease of use, and not like huge armies, because that, that's one of the things that I find really interesting about this whole system is that you don't need a ton of models, unlike the more modern gaming systems, which go for mass, mass, masses of models. In fact, I've actually, in my spare time, made a few minor supplements for both Grimdark Future and Age of Fantasy, which use the uh, War Games Atlantic miniatures. I, I made a piece Oh, oh god it was a while ago it was uh, called Age of Vengeance it's quite amateurish I will admit I, I didn't put in enough time as, it, as I probably should have but it's still quite usable it was using uh, one box of their skeletons and one box of their halflings just so you can have like a nice little starter game and I've just recently finished a sci-fi version called uh, what was it? Uh, Battle for Heinlein 4 which has the, the spiders that you just mentioned versus their space dwarfs oh okay hey that's yeah that sounds great and so you're looking about 60 70 dollars i mean that's and that's full msrp and uh and you're off to the races exactly well that that's at least why i did i just thought hey you know if we're going for one page rules you know it's nearly free we may as well make the rest of the gaming nearly free or as cheap as humanly possible Oh, wow. And yeah, and we haven't even mentioned the community aspect to this game. So the forms of one page rules are actually pretty extensive in a way that the internet really isn't anymore. There's a lot of active users on the forums, even more so than the Reddit or Facebook posting their own custom content for this rule system. It's it's really great to see. And so it's just endless, the amount of content you can play. Yeah, we're spread quite, quite away. We, you know, there's Facebook. There's Reddit, there's a Discord. The Discord is very popular. And then finally, as you said, there, there's an internet forum. You know, we, we've, got, we've got nearly every base covered. Yeah. And just to note, the Discord is actually free to everyone. There is certain Patreon channels. So that is uh, something that not everyone does. So the Discord is free to everyone. Hop on in there. You can uh, actually talk directly to OnePageAnon. He's on there basically every day answering questions, being a generally pretty awesome guy. And then, of course, look at the wonderful models people are painting up. Bless him. He's a he's a great lad. So that does it for my news. Do you have anything else? Uh, I've got a few more little bits. There's a little bit more one-page rules specific news. One of the interesting things about one-page rules is the system doesn't doesn't just do rules. As we mentioned, it also has 3D prints, but it also has 2D prints. Because if you really want to go dirt quick to get your games out there, you can just literally print your models off, fold them out, and then play with them. And they've just released a new faction of sorts. I mean, it doesn't have preset rules for it, but again, this is a model agnostic system. Use them for whatever the hell you want. The Cthulhu Cult by these very talented Barry Link. Well, it's, it's what you expect. It's, it's a unique art style. And it's very gribbly, lots of tentacles, lots of frogmen, that kind of insmouthy look. Awesome. Yeah, and Cthulhu stuff is pretty plentiful just about everywhere in board gaming and in miniatures. So it would be very easy to take these and, and work out your rules, your army, and then and find uh, equivalent miniatures uh, very cheaply. Exactly. 
And there's a few other things coming as well. We've got the upcoming writing jam. So one of the things that we also do within, within the One Page Rules community is there's regular jams. And when I say jam, I don't mean in the tasty kind of strawberry kind. I mean as in like the we're going to get a call to action kind. In this case, we're running either a writing jam, which is the upcoming jam, which allows us to add our creativity into the One Page Rules universe. Because one of the things about this whole system is not only is it model agnostic, the law or fluff, as you refer to it, is very light. It's descriptive, but gives you a vague idea of the fact actions in the world, but it allows you more than enough space to do what you like. So everyone has their own headcanon in some capacity. Think what 40k originally was, what Warhammer 40,000 originally started to be, where it was this kind of very open sci-fi world that had some vague sticking points, but otherwise it was, hey, it's a big galaxy, stuff happens. This is what this entire system is like. In the fantasy world, vague descriptors, but if you want to have Tolkien stuff, by all means. If you want to go the kind of Elric route, it's all entirely down to you. And the writing jams allow the users to become very creative and their own ideas into the mix and sometimes they're even picked up to do stuff with uh, one of the the prior writing jams was brought on to work with a campaign system that was just recently finished for grimdark future itself known as jacob's path quite an interesting one battle brothers versus orcs who doesn't want power armored super soldiers shooting on green orcs in space hmm? Excellent. Yeah, definitely. And I would keep my eye on those jams in the future as well. They did a game jam last month. So that invited the community to actually just make their own games uh, over the course of a weekend. And uh, I did take a look at three or four of those and they were looking fantastic. Made by the community all on one page. Um, I saw there was a sort of Voltron uh, Super Friends sort of one, which which looks really fun. And a Netrunner sort of based one where uh, one side is playing it as Netrunners and the other side's playing as Corp and you're trying to hack into the Corp system, all made by the community, sort of with the one-page rules ethos in mind. Model agnostic, very simple rule system, usually D6-based as well. So those are fantastic. I made an attempt last time to try and get involved in the game jam. Didn't work out too well. It's quite hard to try and work the concept of two politicians trying to out-corrupt each other into uh, into a wargaming set. Brilliant board game idea, I've been told, but not so good to put on the table. It's not exactly like you can have two dudes in a suit beating the crap out of each other in the middle of a in, in the middle of a battlefield, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose it would be more of a Street Fighter type of system at that point. Well, I was told, hey, you know, it, it'd be like the thick of it. And I'm like, that's a great show. Maybe we could turn this into a war game. Not so much. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> And finally, in model news, we have new releases that are quite good to segue into the one-page systems. You know, stuff that's really useful or fits the narrative or ideals perfectly. So we've got the new Necromunda releases, which work for the tech gangs. Uh, some beautiful miniatures from Games Workshop, because, you know, they always release beautiful miniatures, even if they're a tad expensive. <laughs> There's the new starter set from Carnival, which is a kind of Venetian skirmish game. That will be beautiful for Age of Fantasy skirmish, so there's some horrible really gribbly Cthulhu miniatures actually in a weird kind of circular tieback and some Venetian kind of gang members and finally we have for the faster than light spaceship game system that One Page Rules has the new release of Star Wars Armada Clone Wars ship miniatures including both the High Republic and the Separatists for when you want to make sure that your galaxy is safe secure and full of justice <laughs> excellent yep now on to our main topic And today's topic is why we play and love one-page rules. Lucas, tell us why you love this game system so much. 
There aren't any stratagems. Well, okay, so that's a very reductive sort of way of putting it, but I come from a, a heavy 40k background. I started playing a year ago, 40k, and what I found was the winner of the game is whoever remembers their army's rules the best. And one page rules avoids that by just cutting out a lot of that excess stuff. And what I found started trying out one page rules is all that stuff just dilutes the core game experience, which is capturing objectives, smart tactical movement and smart tactical shooting. And so this very simplified rule set allowed me to have much more fun and engaging experience playing with, with the models that I spent so much time painting. I've been wargaming for over 15 years of my life, and I've been jumping from system to system. I began with Games Workshop, I segued into practically every other system that's been around. I've played Privateer Press, I've played Weird, I've played Warlord, I've played Osprey, you name it. I've probably had a game of it, and I probably bought and or sold a miniature of it on eBay at some point. But I've always, I've been kind of chasing the dragon for a while, in that I want something that's simple and that I can have fun with, that I don't have to spend a ton of money on. Because I, when I try to get back into Games Workshop again, and I've tried a couple of times because I'm guessing it must be my heroin or something because I just can't kick the habit. It's called plastic crack for a reason, and God damn it, you know, I, I'm, I'm a snort in that plastic crack every five seconds if I, if I get that Jones in for it. Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and look, man, they released that Indominus box and I went ahead and bought that. I, I can't I can't beat they can't beat them in their actual model quality. But when it came to it, frankly, I was getting more and more frustrated as time went on, not just with the quality of the rules, which let's be honest here. Games Workshop's rules are perfectly fine. But as you said, they can be overly complicated. They can be a little bit too focused on the gimmick of the day, in this case, stratagems. You know, we've had others beforehand, but they do sometimes lead a bit towards a very competitive, kind of very focused winning at all cost mindset. And that's not to say that's it. That's what it's all about. It just unfortunately sometimes ends up that way. And of course, it's all down to your local community and what you play in. But frankly, I find it just ends up boiling that down to that way quite frequently. And then we add into the costs because, you know, the miniatures are expensive. Again, we're not going to lie there. They're, they're beautiful, but they are quite expensive. But then you want to play with them. And when you're playing with a rule system that you're not happy with, it keeps consistently getting more and more books to the point where you're getting backache to when people are routinely complaining. You know, I just want to play a game. Why do I have to drag four books, one magazine and an online download? download with me it just it just really brings you down you know right and it's such a consistent complaint as well and it's just really hard to look at any of that and then justify kind of going to your local game store i mean of course that's not happening anymore but anyway <laughs> so the other thing that gets me with one page rules is it's model agnostic and that's actually a huge draw that maybe it's it's hard to realize until you see how 40k goes for about a year or two. So because Games Workshop is a model company, not a rule system, that's their own admission, they routinely release models. And those models need to have a reason for their, as you said, competitive focus players to buy them. So they need the best rules and they will always get the best rules. So whatever is the best unit for your army is probably whichever one was the newest. Some points they will reset and that's when you're your army just gets uh, nerfed, so to speak, or falls to the wayside, and then eventually they'll release a whole slew of new units for you to play with. Sometimes things work out where some of your old units do come back to the fray, but in my experience, whatever is the most recently released thing is the best unit. Well, if we go to one page rules, they've come up with a points calculator, and it's all model agnostic. He's really only making his money off of a balanced, fun rules system, and that leads to a much more balanced and fun game, where I 
I don't leave the table feeling like, well, I need to buy the the latest release uh, in order to keep up. Exactly. Because there's no... I hesitate to use the term bias, but let's be honest here. If the whole purpose is sell the toys, make the rules better, then, you know, there is going to be a little bit of a conflict of interest here. But since there is none, since the whole point of this system is it's free, I just need a little bit of money to ensure that, you know, I can keep the lights on in this game, you know, vis-a-vis like hosting websites, keeping the downloads up, then it tends to work out more as more of an enjoyable gameplay experience. And to be honest, what you're saying about Games Workshop is true for a lot of companies, unfortunately. I found that with Privateer Press, I found that with Weird, I... I mean, not so much with Osprey or with certain other systems because some of them try to avoid that quite heavily. I mean, especially with Osprey, who kind of tend to work more on the basis of we just release a book, do whatever you want with it. But, you know, when you've been chasing this kind of rule set dragon for a long, long time, you start getting a bit down because you never quite find what you want. And when I eventually found one page rules, I clicked. It hit me. This is what I wanted. I want a system that I can print one sheet out that doesn't melt my brain, that I can have a long day at work. I can come home. I can crack open a case of miniatures. I can put them on the table and I don't have to have a complete brain ache just trying to play. Now, I know me saying that makes it sound like I'm an idiot and that these miniatures and this gaming system are for idiots as well. And while I'll admit, I'm probably an idiot. This gaming system isn't. It's it's simple to play, but it's hard to master. It allows you to do whatever you want with your miniatures, with your setting, hell, with your armies, with even the rule set itself, since they write enough about it in the points calculator, on the forums, on the Discord, that you can hack the system quite easily. I've seen one of the rule systems uh, originally created for starships before Faster Than Light come out turned into a mech game. And a damn good one at that. It's the ultimate system, in my opinion, to enjoy yourself with. And because of its very loose, free online nature, I it just feels a lot uh, easier to make new content for it. There's that sort of community vibe, the ethos running all the way through it. I'm not creating knockoff content for 40k right now. I'm creating more free, cool content for a free, cool system and so that's uh that's been really great definitely definitely hell i wouldn't even call this a knockoff it's just as i said before it's just making it open and available it's what is on the market what does everyone own everyone owns a space marine well i want to make a game well why not make it to the biggest audience i.e everyone who owns a space marine and so on and so forth i mean i know it sounds like i'm rubbishing competitive scenes and competitive players i'm honestly not you guys can enjoy whatever you want you know and i get it even for that one page rules gives you the option because there is a set of competitive rules that you can work with this it's it's a supplement admittedly and it isn't a patreon one you can just get it normally and it's fine it's good but it's there and that's one of the things that you know we love about this it's everything for every person exactly um and ultimately i would say one page rules is primarily for people who like tabletop games they like to play you know maybe on the weekend or maybe just like once a month or even once a every few months and they they don't want to have to keep up with a rule system keep up with an army they just want to play tabletop games more like a board game that they can kind of just store on their shelf and then take down and play i mean that's just kind of how i see it now i'm sure there's plenty of players out there and and communities that look more like 40k community where people only own their one specific 
army. But I, I found this to be a, a great supplement if you already are that sort of board gamer and you were looking at tabletop as an as an extra board game where Games Workshop and other like you said, uh, Privateer Press, it, that model doesn't really work for board gamers uh, when you might not even think about a game for six months. You know, it's it's hard to go and try to now buy four rule books, three FAQs, um, and that sort of thing. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if you could wake up and play a one-page rule system after a complete and utter night out full of booze and full of fatty foods. You could walk up, wake up with a massive hangover, pull that page out, roll them dice, and still have an enjoyable time as long as you've got enough paracetamol in you. I'd go so far as to say you'd have an enjoyable time, and even if you didn't know how to play the game that at the start of that morning, you could learn the rule system and play it while feeling absolutely terrible, and, and you know what? It would be the start of a, a very enjoyable day for you. All of this sounds great to me, but obviously there's going to be some problems with any anything, really. Uh, so maybe what are some of the complaints that you've heard online or you've experienced personally with one-page rules? In my in my experience, at least, I found that the the few complaints I've had is that the the game system is a little bit flavorless, and I can I can see why you'd say that. Unlike say Games Workshop or several other systems, you know, Private Press, Weird, uh, that kind of thing, the rules aren't necessarily super baked into the gameplay. In the you know they they're not tied up in the flavor. Take for example, like in Forty K, you have uh, the orcs who can sometimes have an animosity rule set or sometimes have things like the red ones go faster where your cars go faster purely because the, the fluff and the law says they're red or even things like uh, chaos marines who have an inbuilt rule where they they can change into horrible monsters midway through the game if they screw up too much as well as uh, they can fight space marines uh, they're they're really good at fighting space marines some of that stuff uh, does get lost in translation yeah, like some of the very specific stuff that flavors each force explicitly, and and I get that. You know, it, it's I've also I've also encountered some people saying it's a little quick, which to me isn't a problem. But again, I know some people like a little bit more in depth. I would say to them, throw more models, right? Exactly, and and similarly, some people say that the combat can be a little bloody in that you can kill a whole squad reasonably quickly. But again, this is this is a battlefield. This happens. I know we all like watching 20 dudes punch each other for two or three turns. But, you know, I kind of prefer the idea that they roll up and then they just kill each other within a turn. Because, you know, when, you, when you're knife to jowl, it's not going to be a long... No, no one's going to stand there and gentlemanly allow each other to take a pot shot. Right, right. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, those are all very valid. And then I, for me, I guess what I've seen is if you're all your friends and your entire community plays Warhammer 40k, if that's how you play tabletop games, uh, it can be really difficult to be like, well, well, guys, let's all play this new system. And to that, I would say, you know, you really only need like one friend to go down this rabbit hole with you uh, in order to get games on the table. And I, I would certainly have you give it a give it a look and give it a try if if you do come from that heavy community based 40k experience because that is something that it just it this game is simply not as popular as Warhammer 40,000 I don't know if it will ever be um so so that's that's a that's a pretty easy complaint to make is you know all my friends just play this other game so why would I you know want to learn a new game or or it would be difficult to get them over to this new game and to that I would just say try I think a lot of people have issues with 40k and other games like this and they can't they can't get away because they all think that about their friends and so you need to one person to be that leader and be like well guys let's just try this instead 
Exactly, exactly. It, you know, when, when you're stuck in a community that refuses to change its rule set or consider thinking outside the box, it can be difficult. And as you say, this rule system is small, comparatively. You know, Games Workshop, Warhammer, Warhammer 40k, Age of Sigma, their whole scene is one of the largest on the planet. It's incredibly popular. If you walk into if you walk into any city with a box of Space Marines or a box of Orcs, you can probably pick up a game. With things like one-page rules, you really have to find people and try and co- convince them. I mean, don't get me wrong, we have a dedicated player base. It is growing, but we're still fairly small comparatively. But as you say, it only takes one person just trying. And I think one-page rules, one-page system is a massive, massive aid to this because because when you try and talk to somebody and go, hey, do you want to try this new game? And they go, sure, what do I need? Well, you need to buy 40 to 50 quids worth of new models. You need to buy a 100-page book. You need to buy all of this new scenery that's integral to the game. And that's a massive turnoff. Uh, you would not believe how many systems people I've tried to talk to people into trying. And they've immediately gone, nah, nah, I- I'm fine with what I've got. I don't want to spend more on stuff that I don't even know if we'll be- I'll get a game in with. With this, you just literally turn up, you roll out the page, you go, oh, I see you've got a Space Marine army. How about you try some Battle Brothers? But why would I want to try Battle Brothers? Because if you're a little bit bored of 40k, then why don't you try some Grimdark Future? It's free. You don't have to do anything. Just literally open the case, take the models out, give this page a quick glance, and you're good to go. Exactly. And then, as we mentioned uh, way at the beginning of the podcast, we're both uh, committed men. I tried teaching my wife 40k, and that featured me handing her a codex and going, memorize these stratagems in the next 10 minutes, because I want to play right now. Uh, And that went about as terribly as it goes for every husband who tries to teach their wife 40k. Then we hop over to one page rules, and it's more like, which of these models would you like to be in your army? All right, uh, that's that's these points. Let's add them up quick and off to the races. Uh, here's your army, your one page for it. And now we just started playing. I didn't have to hand her a codex. She didn't have to memorize anything. Even the rules of like, like we keep saying are so simple. And y- you really don't even necessarily have to go over all of them to even play. Like, because this also has an alternating activation system, which... Holy cow, why does Games Workshop not have this in all their systems? It is so much better where you cannot get alpha striked 70% of your army off the board uh, because I activate one of my units and then you activate one of your units, which most uh, game systems nowadays are implementing. So with all that in mind, my wife and I, we just started playing the game in a way that I think a lot of spouses have had issues with, uh, with, with other more complicated rule systems. My partner, she is not a miniature gamer in the slightest. She'd consider herself more of a board gamer, and even then, it's not your—it's not like your more hobby-focused board game. She's very, she's very much in a monopoly. She has five monopoly sets. It's <laughs> kind of terrifying. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm this close at the moment. And when I say this, I'm inching my fingers and thumb ever so close to getting her to play Grimdark Future Arena because she keeps looking at the Battle Brothers and going, "Well, those guys look cool." What can we do with them? And I go, well, if I take these horrible gribbly aliens I've got, we could play this quote-unquote board game um, and then have some fun with that. And she, she's thinking about it. She's thinking about it. I'm thinking if I maybe get a chocolate cake in tomorrow, she might be a up for it. Well, well, with the holidays coming up, you could always emotionally blackmail her utilizing Christmas. The old St. Nicholas trick. <laughs> yes. And then, hopefully... She will fall so in love with it that there will be no uh, issue uh, henceforth. She fell in love with me, so that that means something at least. 
all right. Well, that's about all I got. I think I covered uh, most of my bases. Uh, one page rules forever. I love it. May the one page rules be with you. <laughs> but but seriously though, as we're winding down now, I'd like to talk about our own hobby a little bit, if if possible, because you know it's all it's all well and good talking about the system and the updates and the releases, but you know we're people, we hobby, we enjoy ourselves. So what have you been up to hobby wise, Lucas? Uh, lately, I've been building plateaus. Since I've joined the hobby just a year ago, it's sort of my time now to finally build the uh, Craig uh, sort of plateaus that really pop the table. Um, I followed Wylock Armory's guide. He's a pretty popular one-page rules YouTuber, actually, and he has tons of great terrain videos. Um, his video on how to make plateaus in Craig made it look too easy not to do it. With just three or four dollars worth of materials bought at uh, uh, Home Depot here in the States, I'm I'm crafting away on these plateaus and, and it's really upped my games uh having huge line of sight blockers uh table capable of blocking entire uh titan lords or uh, or large demons excellent excellent i on the other hand have been digging through my horde of old models because i'm practically a lead mountaineer at this point and uh, i i pulled out i pulled out an old troll army i started a while ago and it includes some of the newer the newer miniatures the uh, games workshop release but it also has a lot of the older ones as well because i'm a, I'm a bit, bit of a fanboy of some of the older stuff and uh, i've just been i've just been finishing those off i've i've got i've got three or four river trolls left to do i'm doing them in kind of a Kind of a really nice albino paint scheme. I I, I originally envis envisaged them kind of living underneath like the bottom of a cave. They're they're kind of all white with big black pale eyes, like like cave fish. You know when you dig them out and they can't see a damn thing and they're flopping everywhere. And before we finish, I would like to set a challenge to all you one page rules fans and all of you soon to be one page fools fans. I need a new army for gang wars. I submit to you. To choose me that army, we will be putting a poll up on the One Page Rules Facebook page, and on that page will be a list of armies for you to choose. In one month's time, I will take the answers from that, and I will purchase, paint, and play with that army. It's all up to you people. Oh, well, thank you very much, uh, Jimbo, for your time today. Thank you too, Lucas. I hope I hope we all have a wonderful time. Awesome. Well, check out OnePageFools.com or OnePageFools out on Facebook for photos of what we've been working on. As always, thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great rest of your day and great rest of your games to come. 